0: everyone welcome to caffeinated humor you know there's that special time of the year where mother's day comes around and it really is a time to say a little thank you to the woman that put up with way too much shit going over the years and it doesn't matter who you are you had a lot of shit that your mom put up with even those people that thought they had this like gilded life and they've never created that much trouble at all no you too And it's bizarre, but people are just delusional. But you get a good look at it, and... It is interesting, because I do have some friends that went through fairly abusive childhoods, and yet they talk about their mom with this... or their father, with this odd respect and this, wow, they were just amazing, and it's like, really? You've told me some horror stories about this person. Not that I say out loud... Like I said, I don't mind being rude, but it's got to be a calculated rude for my own entertainment. I rarely do it just to be an asshole. But when I decide to be an asshole, eh, all bets are off. But I will say this. I don't don't play with anybody that can't put their own hands up and give back. It's kind of like playing basketball with somebody with no arms. It might be fun when you get your first 25 points, but then it just becomes boring after that. So anyway, back to Mother's Day. It's an odd one. Uh, Let me see. The, The podcast is based on a blog that I wrote back starting in about 2011. And every now and then I still kick out one. But it really hasn't been, I'd say for the last four years, five years, it hasn't really been written that often. And during those times, I often talked about my mom. Mom was amazing. Mom was a 50-plus year psychic. She was a drug and alcohol counselor. She was the therapist's therapist. I know know people with master's in psychology who came to see her on a regular basis, and they could not live their professional life without this no-master's degree, but she could see the future. And sometimes she didn't need to. We lost mom in the middle of COVID in 2020. I hate dating these podcasts. This is it's actually 2022 now. But it's interesting. its You can always tell somebody that lived a, a crappy life because nobody remembers them. Nobody talks about them. They pretty much just get forgotten. But on a regular basis, I'll bring it up. Somebody will bring it up. One of my friends that my mom happened to help just randomly brings it up. And I think that's where truly you you attain immortality is by the fact that people never forget you. And that'd be kind of nice. I realize it's probably not in the cards for me. I'm just that kind of an ass, but you hope. You never like to be thought of as a completely forgettable person. Now, I do have this going for me. Um, Probably about 20, make that 30 years ago. I went to a sales seminar. This was early in my sales career. And it was how to improve your memory so that you can remember people's names. And they said, make up something interesting about your name and people will remember it, but they'll be encouraged to make up something about their name. So it's... The long and the short of it is, I introduced myself as... I'm named after a deceased, uh, an assassinated president. Well... About seven years ago, I was flying up to Portland, Oregon to see my kids from Los Angeles. I'm going through a, a, a switching planes in San Jose, which that was one of the last times I took anything with a, a switching planes. And I just started flying nonstop. But as I'm walking through the airport, a guy walks by me and looks at me, snaps his fingers and goes, well, I won't go to, but he says my name. And I said, do I know you? He says, You're going to laugh. We were in a memory seminar. I said, really? He says, yeah. You're named after an assassinated president. How could I forget that? it's like, it was 25 years later, and the guy still remembered. Now, did the seminar work for me? Oh, hell no. I didn't remember his name. But in my defense, he did say he didn't come up with anything good about his name. And he had it, at best, like one step away from John Smith. I mean, it was just that generic a name. So you either have to figure out something interesting about your name, or you have to have such an over-the-top personality that no one forgets your name. Or you could just be a psychic, and that's never forgettable. But if you roll all this reminiscing and some sad and some odd and some just weird into just one clear, concise thought, you end up with today's episode, Don't Mess With Mom, on today's caffeinated humor. Imagine there is a fire in a house full of people. Chaos, shouting, hysteria, and mimosas? Right, it's not a fire. It's just Mother's Day with the whole family. A big family breakfast has become the ritual over the last few years. It's a long story, but we're a family of either mechanics or short order cooks, and quite a few of us are both. Not me, of course. I'm a shitty mechanic. But the house is full of people. My people. This is both a good thing and a bad thing. I come from very loud, very in-your-face people. It's kind of like being raised in a shark tank, which only works out fine if you are a shark. And if you aren't, say you're dating or you married into the shark tank, into the clan, God help you. Over the years, i brought women I was dating to family functions, and, and inside of five minutes, their eyes are rolling like a horse in a forest fire. Here's a quick three examples. I had an aunt look at a hickey on my neck and then ask my new girlfriend, who was standing right next to me, if this was the, quote, little whore that tried to bite my head off, unquote. The poor girl still has issues with that to this year. I had a cousin who was meeting my new girlfriend, different girl, and decided to hump her leg by way of a hello. Did not go over well. I also had an Alzheimer's addled great uncle decide to describe in great detail the fun and mystery of anal sex to a girl I brought to Thanksgiving. Now this happened while I was in the kitchen getting dessert. So it's a bit of a crapshoot at times. You either catch the family on a good day or a bad day, but depending on your perspective, those two can be the exact same day. Being raised in it, I kind of prefer the Chinese fire drill atmosphere of it all. It's pretty brutal, it's pretty in your face, but it's not a lot of personal shit that goes unsaid. Nothing festers for long around here, which I view as a good thing. I've been privy to other people's families' methods of dealing with their shit, and it just boggles the mind. I know of a family with, say, the daughter is mad at the mother. What does she do? Of course, she makes plans to go shopping with mom, and they both pretend that everything is fine and nothing's wrong. In the meantime, she calls mom's sister and tells her what a rotten bitch her mom is. Then she hangs up, and it's just unspoken understood that the sister's going to call mom now, and tell her everything that she said. Mom will then inform the sister what an ungrateful bitch her daughter is and hang up. Unspoken, complete understanding that the sister will now call the daughter and relay that info. But nobody says shit in person. It's the most dysfunctional, passive-aggressive shit I've ever seen. God, it just gives me a headache thinking about it. Back to the house and breakfast. I do like Mother's Day. It's a fitting tribute to a woman I have come to view as both a force of nature and one of the most powerful alpha females I have ever known or will ever know. Plus, she can see the future. Long story there, no judgment here. Plus, I like mimosas. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. From your rotten kid. Love ya. Time for some coffee.